Hey there, friends. Welcome to the Revelation Wellness Podcast. We are so happy that you've joined us today. Before we jump into our episode today, we want to invite you to something that we have been planning and we're so excited about it. Will you please come and join us this Monday night, November 15th, for a night of worship and prayer that we will be hosting live over live stream. It's going to be led by our very own Elisa Keaton and worship leader Elijah Atkinson. And there is no sign up required. All you have to do is swipe up to the show notes for a link to our website where you can add a calendar reminder and then be reminded to come and join us on Monday and be refreshed together. Friends, worship is wellness. Worship is wellness. It just is. And when we come into the Lord's presence, there is always fullness of joy. And we recognize and know that in this season, many, many people are struggling. Their prayer life is feeling dry. They're they're feeling small in their faith. They're feeling far from the Lord. And they want to be well, even in difficult times. And we believe that prayer and worship leads us to that place where we can be well, where we can be with the Lord. We're excited for the opportunity to gather with people all over the world in a virtual space to taste and see what God's goodness looks like together. And now today, we're also excited to offer you a special bonus Revving the Word episode as you head into the weekend. We hope it blesses you as we continue to make our way through Colossians, and we can't wait to see you in all the places, but especially at our night of worship on Monday. Hope you have a wonderful weekend, friends. Peace. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. Has a 70s sound, doesn't it? Take a deep breath in, inhale. Exhale. Do a few of those breaths, inhale. Exhale. Go ahead and scan your environment. Look around. Just look around. Be curious about what you see, as if you've never seen it before. Yeah pretty crazy. You understand why children are curious. If you've never seen something before, you kind of light up with wonder and awe and desire. Desire to know more. Desire to explore. And that's what we're going to do with the Word of God. Let's pretend we have never heard it before and that you are in desperate need of it which that's true right me too and the good news is that we have it we have the the word of God so thank you God we're so grateful you have done and are doing great things for us we are filled with joy 
and we are grateful to everyone. List out five things you're grateful for and use your mouth as you move your body right now. Walking, running, hiking, biking, lifting weights, cleaning the kitchen. Five things. Yes. Thank you, God. We're grateful. Thank you right now as we got thankful. Serotonin and dopamine released from our brains, that neurotransmitter that transmit good news into these good bodies. And Lord, you know that our hearts are deceitful when we are deceived by sin so easily. So come here now, you're invited. Everyone take a breath of invitation. <sighs> come on, we do hard things. And we're gonna continue in the Word of God, finishing another book of the Bible today, Colossians. Now remember, church at Colossae, they were starting to turn to strange teachings. A church that was established by Epaphras, who heard the gospel through Paul, goes back, establishes the church. Everyone receives it with joy, excited about it, repenting, following Christ. But then tempted to add some things on. So go back and listen to one, two, and three. Get the full story. But even if you're just popping in today, you're going to be fed. Remember, the context is a church that was falling away into false teachers and strange teachings. Hello today. Starting in verse 1. Masters, treat your bondservants justly and fairly, knowing that you also have a master in heaven. Verse 2. Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. At the same time, pray also for us that God may open to us a door for the word to declare the mystery of Christ on account of which I am in prison that I may make it clear which is how I ought to speak walk in wisdom toward outsiders making the best use of the time let your speech always be gracious seasoned with salt so that you may know how you ought to answer each person verse 7 final greetings Tychicus will tell you all about my activities. He is a beloved brother and faithful minister and fellow servant in the Lord. I have sent him to you for this very purpose, that you may know how we are, and that he may encourage your hearts. And with him, Onesimus, our faithful beloved brother, who is one of you, they will tell you everything that has taken place here. 
Aristarchus, I'm butchering these names. My fellow prisoner greets you. And Mark, thank you for having a normal name, Mark, the cousin of Barnabas, concerning whom you have received instructions. If he comes to you, welcome him. And Jesus, who is called Justice, these are the only men of the circumcision among my fellow workers for the kingdom of God. They've been a comfort for me. Epaphras, who is one of you, a servant of Christ Jesus, greets you always, struggling on behalf in his prayers, that you may stand mature and fully assured in all the will of God. For I bear him witness that he has worked hard for you and for those in Laodicea and in Heropolis. Luke, the beloved, beloved physician, greets you, as does Demas. Give my greetings to the brothers at Laodicea and to Nymph and the church in her house. And when this letter has been read among you, have it also read in the church of the Laodiceans. And see that you also read the letter from Laodicea. And say to Archippus, see that you fulfill the ministry that you have received in the Lord. Final verse. I, Paul, write this greeting with my own hand. Remember my chains. Grace be with you. Good job, okay. On a scale of one to 10, five means anything five or higher, you're moving your body in purpose. Could be a, a walk, steady movement. You're now a seven, pushing a little gas into it. Comfortable, but consistent and attainable. You have to press in. Not pinching, not prodding. Take a breath if it is. The driving force that holds is our a fun lives song. <laughs> All right, so it's such an interesting piece of texture or texture of text. The majority of it, Paul is saying, greet these people. The majority of it, relational. Why? Because that's what life is about. Life is about relationships. Your job, your position, the power you have. If you're a parent, you have power over a child. It isn't about the position. People over position. Life is about relationship. So I love that Paul, like he's writing a postcard home. Say hi to all my friends for me. Now let's, we gotta put our minds and our hearts back in the context of this time. Letters were everything. For us, a DM, an email, a text. For them, a letter, a letter. You know, the gospel, 
The New Testament, it's a series of letters back and forth from churches recording the story of Christ, letters. And we can glean and learn something from everything. And here we learn that Paul is relational. He loves these people. He loves them so much, he rebukes them in their folly, in their following after strange teachings. He, if you read again, he doesn't shame them. He starts his letter by lifting up Christ, keeping the main thing, the main thing. You guys, if we focus on Christ, all the small stuff falls away. The reason we do the things we don't want to do, Christ isn't on our mind. Christ has been kicked off the throne of our heart for something else. Christ, our relationship with Jesus Christ is preeminent, the most important thing. And if we get that right, our relationships with men and women will fall in line. Now, that doesn't mean there won't be fallout. There doesn't mean there won't be times you disagree. But you will love the greatest of these. You can love and not have agreement. You can pray and not have agreement. And that's what we're going to hang on today. The driving force that holds our lives together. Verses 2 through 4. Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. At the same time, pray also for us that God may open to us a door for the word to declare the mystery of Christ on account of which I am in prison, that I may make it clear which is how I ought to speak. The only part of this chapter that's instructional is right here. And continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. Move towards an eight. Be an eight. Be an eight. Light feet. Expand your breath. Come on. Some of you need to stretch your jaw. Open your hands. Shake them out. Come on. You're going to an eight and you're staying an eight. There'll be one part of here in this song where you will push to a nine. 
not a 10, 10 is all that effort, but a nine, it pinches. And you're gonna try it and hold it for one minute. And when you go to a nine, continue steadfastly in prayer. You guys, this is a big deal to me. This is a BD. The Lord has recently grabbed my heart by the, by the neck collar. I said, come here, I wanna tell you something. Remember when we first began this thing, Elisa? What did you have then? The knowledge of God, His Word, and prayer. That's all I had. I didn't have a website. I didn't have Revwell TV, donors. We didn't have instructor training. I just had the knowledge of God, what He was calling me to, the Word of God, and prayer. And I took those things and I started to burn it on the altar and tend to it every day. We are returning. Revelation Wellness shall be and is a house of prayer. Prayer is everything, guys. And yet an enemy convinces us and our flesh that it's nothing. Nine push one minute go pray give God thanks for your body that works for your knees, your feet, your clear mind, strength of soul, character. And all of that is coming because it is who He is. You have strength, ability, knowledge, because it's coming from heaven to earth. He's giving it to you. Five, four, Three, two, come back to an eight. If you overshot it, recover. I try to settle back into an eight. So I'm fighting you. You probably heard it in the opening. Monday night, November 15th, is a pivotal moment for Revelation Wellness. Join us for a night of live worship and prayer. If your prayer life feels dry and you only pray when you're in trouble, come on, come back. Come to our worship night. We're gonna get back what the enemy has stolen from us. The power Behind people is prayer. Yes, the Holy Spirit, but because the Holy Spirit woos towards, ends towards the prayer of God's people. But we must be proactive prayers, guys. Plant the seed 
a lot of us eat the seed. If prayer is a seed, when we're in desperate need, we start praying, which basically is just eating seed. We need to start steadfastly, continuously praying, sowing seeds every day into the unseen things being made seen. Marriages restored, body image, dysmorphia destroyed. The things we want to see, we need to spend some time continually and steadfastly in prayer. Prayer. God responds to the heart of his people. But I think we have a generation where God is responding to the hurts of his people because we don't pray until it hurts. We don't pray until we feel lost. What if we prayed before we got lost? What if we had a mind of Christ? Listen, Jesus knew where he was going. He knew the cross was imminent. He knew it. And he did not wait to be on Golgotha to start praying. Every morning he drew away to be with his father. I have a feeling some of you every morning draw away to grab your highlighters and your Bible and to study. I've told you, please study, please. But see, we like study because we like knowledge. You know what we don't like? meditation and prayer because they seem so small and useless meditation just sit and wander and wonder on God's word roll it over and over in my head shouldn't I be breaking it down Halisa shouldn't I be getting more out of it than that not if you want your life to be prosperous and things to go well with you. Joshua 1.8, meditate on it day and night. And here's the truth. If you meditate on it day and night, you know what you'll do day and night? You'll pray. Your natural response to filling your mind with the Word of God so that you would be filled with knowledge of Him not to tell others about him simply so you would be with him be with him yes read the word yes yes starts there start read the word then meditate it on it throughout the day keep it in your mind he keeps in perfect peace him whose mind is set on him. And then, people have their minds filled with the Word of God all day. They're good seeds, seed sowers. They throw seeds of prayer all the time. Come on. Accelerate. 
nine. If you want to move towards a 10, go ahead because it's not going to last much longer. 10 seconds, 10. Five, four, three, two, seven. Be a seven. So here, we're gonna practice some prayer. When you don't know what to pray, guess what? The best thing to do, the most nourishing and edifying thing you can do to spark your prayer life Say back to God what he has said in the form of a prayer. Say it back to God. So let's practice. One verse. Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. Turn that into a prayer. Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. Turn it into a prayer. Go. Okay, Holy Spirit just told me some of you need context. Prayer is just talking with God. Talk with Him. When I read that, what comes to your mind? What do you need to, what do you need to say? What can you be thankful for? Because Paul says, stay watchful in thanksgiving. I'm positive our prayers spoil when we lose gratitude. They hit a wall. If we have grumbling hearts and not grateful hearts, the prayers start to bounce off the wall, the ceiling. Because God is good. First Timothy 4.4, everything God created is good and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving for it is made holy by the word of God and prayer. Prayer is the power behind the people. Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. Turn that into a prayer. Good job. So here's my prayer based on that verse. God, thank you that you want me steadfast in prayer. You want me to be thankful. And now, God, I need your grace. Give us the grace to be steadfast in prayer and to be watchful in thanksgiving. I'm giving you this entire song to move and pray. And I want you to listen to his words. And when he begins to pray things that you've heard in scripture, say amen. Enjoy. God, return to us 
heart of prayer. David and all his afflictions, how he swore to the Lord, surely I will not go into the chamber of my house or go up to the comfort of my bed. I will not give sleep to my eyes or slumber to my eyelids until I find a place for the Lord. David declared war on comfort, saying, I refuse to let this spirit of this age drown out my cry. I am openly declaring war so that God's presence is back in the midst of the If there's any time that the church needs an awakening to this passion, this obsession, and this vow, it's now. David comes in before Saul begins to play his harp and begins to prophesy and demons leave Saul. I'm telling you, why is God remembering David? Because he's going to take anointed musicians and singers and release them into places of authority and that when you play and when you sing, demons are going to leave people. Come on. Spirits of oppression will be broken off of people. Spirits of depression will be BNH. broken off of people. Cancers will leave bodies. Mental disorders will be broken discomfort. Body. Build the body. I believe in an outpouring of the Holy Spirit because we have the Bible. We have the book of Acts when God steps down. We have great awakenings of old when God steps down. Hundreds of thousands of souls swept into the kingdom in weeks. God anointing men, God anointing women. The power of God hitting whole cities, nations, regions with the One minute left. Do what you want, spend yourself. God to release the validation on this time. Verse 8, 
He says, arise, O Lord, to your resting place. You in the ark of your strength. Do you know when Solomon said this in 2 Chronicles, guess what happened? Fire came down from heaven. And God burned up the offering and the cloud of glory filled the temple. Who would like to see fire break in tonight? Come on. You are the living sacrifice. Y'all, we've been waiting for this time. For the last 10 years, we've been building the body, building your body. And the whole point, get on the altar, make intercession, pray, pray. Y'all, you watch the news today, you wanna know the answer? Pray. Not a Facebook post, not a blog, is gonna turn it around. Prayer. Prayer is gonna turn this thing around. Come on. Recover. Filled. In Jesus' name, God. We open our hearts to be filled with an anointing and a grace and a fire for prayer. We're ready, God. We are prayerful people, steadfast, meaning we don't move. When the wave comes in and knocks us down, we get back up with a prayer. And even crazier, we get back up with thanksgiving. Thank you, God, that I'm still here. You know that God counts you worthy to be here because your prayers are needed. Your prayers are wanted. Revelation Wellness, now hiring intercessors. And guess what? That's all of you. All of you. Come on. Prayer. Prayer. Intercessors. They're not just this special selective people who have some special anointing on their life to talk to God and to hear from God. No, no. First Peter says that we are the priests, a royal priesthood. We, Jesus, when he tore the veil and cried out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? That was a prayer. He was talking to his father, much like we talk to him. But see, we only talk to him in our forsakenness. Meanwhile, Jesus was talking to him early in the morning, talking with him, because the cross was coming. Listen, your cross is coming. Pray, pray. If you don't wanna be a nuclear reactor when it shows up, and you wanna be an ambassador, a peacemaker, 
Pray. Pray the scriptures. So all of us, you're hired. You're hired. Prayer. Prayerful people. Steadfast in it. Watchful in it. With thanksgiving. You guys, our friend Johnny gave us a good teaching when we were all together as a staff saying gratitude gratitude is the guardrails we have this highway here in Arizona if I want to go up north if you ever come away to us to retreat when we do in person again one day soon hopefully you have to take the I-17 from Phoenix up to Flagstaff and it is, for the most part, pretty easy. But there's this one grade, and there are signs everywhere saying, slow down. It's a downhill or an uphill, depending on which way you're coming, north or south. That is a hill with turns, right? Hill with turns. There's no riskier road to travel than a hill with turns. Because you got speed going on your side or weight to get up the hill. And you don't know what's around the corner. And if you don't stay careful and watchful for the road ahead and what's going on in the present moment, there have been many trucks who have flipped out. Lots of deaths on that highway. Not lots, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't want to scare some of you to come to retreat. It's no different than any other hill with turns in the, war in the world. You have to take it watchfully, intentionally. And those guardrails for our prayer is thanksgiving. Think about that. How many prayers have you said where you weren't thankful? And listen, there's nothing wrong with it. Be honest. But if you want to get back to good, get some thanksgiving going. And the Holy Spirit will grab you from the other side of the guardrail where you are going off the cliff and pull you back in on the road and keep you in his care. And the guardrails are thanksgiving. So if I lose my watchfulness for a moment and I go off the road causing death in myself or another just with my thoughts, <laughs> Thankful. So how do we pray? Steadfastly. Continuously. This is an Imago Day thing, guys. Because in the beginning, 
we were created to walk and talk with God. But instead, in this world, we often work and play with ourselves. Work and play when we were meant for walk and talk with God. Work and play for ourselves or walk and talk with God. Prayer is a walk and talk with God. Prayer, it means the word as it's used in converse with God, the intercourse of the soul with God, not in contemplation or meditation, because remember, that's just rolling it over. What I find is when I meditate, fill my mind with the word, the result is a prayer. <laughs> then a prayer comes out. Oh God, I'm so grateful that you want to keep my mind with you, that you've made a way to keep my mind with you. I am setting my mind on you. Because he who sets his mind on Christ has peace. Prayer is a direct address to God. It can be oral or mental. A pouring out of the soul before God. Y'all, welcome to training. We're going to train this prayer. We are a house of prayer. Revelation Wellness. <laughs> it's a house of prayer. Come to the Monday night, November 15th. Please come. If you do these podcasts, I need you to see my face, seeing you as we pour ourselves out before the Lord and ask for grace for prayer forgive us God we don't pray enough we pray over problems when you have called us to pray ahead of time for provision to make a way and to celebrate with thanksgiving acceptable prayer is sincere Hebrews 10 22 says and with humility and it's said in faith that God is and is the hearer and answer of prayer and that he fulfills his word. Y'all, I think the world is in the condition it's in right now because we are lazy. We are lazy Christians. We are busy with our own problems, putting out our own fires and lighting our own fires. We need prayer. And Revelation Wellness, you are the people for it. This is why we train, because love is heavy. And we carry love on our shoulders in the ark of prayer. Prayer, praising God, giving thanks. Talking to God about all things and letting him talk to us. Prayer does not monopolize the conversation. Prayer leaves a pause.
intercessory prayer is, is meditation prayer. It's to make, or mediation prayer, intercessory prayer. It's taking two people that are on opposite sides of the table or two opinions and we pray into that difference. We make intercession and God hears our cries and his heart can be wooed to us, toward us. How do I know? Check out Abraham in Genesis chapter 18. Abraham, a man of God, hears that God is going to strike Sodom. He is going to utterly wipe it out and destroy it. But see, Abraham knows, wait, my cousin is there, Lot, and he intercedes for the city of Sodom in humility. And he says, God, if I find 50 people that are there, will you not strike it? And God says, okay, I won't. And then in humility, Abraham asks again, God, if there's 45, I know I'm not worthy to ask this, but I ask you, if there are 45, would you not strike it? And God says, for the sake of 45, I will not. And Abraham continues to contend with prayer until he gets it down to 10. If there are 10 people that are righteous, will you save it for the sake of 10? And God does so. If we spend lots of our time talking with God, we will know what to say. Talk with God. Read his word. Read his word back to him. I challenge you today, friends. Take the you version verse of the day. Read the chapter, whatever. Get some context around it or just the verse. Pray the verse. How do you pray that verse over your family? How do you pray that verse over the world? How do you pray that verse over our po politicians? How do you pray that verse over your children? Pray. Come and join us on Monday, November 15th. Not only are we gonna have a, I believe a, a fresh grace and anointing for this, because we're gonna need this for the days ahead. I know you got Bible. I know you got the apps. I know you don't have a lack of information about the Bible or on the Bible or concerning the Bible. But what we lack is response. We lack being prayerful people. So come and receive that blessing that night and also hear what else we will be doing as a ministry to establish Revelation Wellness as a house of prayer. God, thank you for this, <laughs> for this time, for this revelation for your kindness and your goodness. We are thankful people that Paul would come to a church in turmoil and wrap it up by saying, be steadfast in prayer and watchful in thanksgiving. And in that, Lord, our relational lifestyle with you and others we love can be best cared for, God. Not in our doing, not in our memory making, not even in our letter writing, God but in our prayers that you hear us and you answer and you are for us. We love you, God. Thank you for this time. Bless your ministry of Revelation Wellness because we bless your name. God, help us from keep anyone from worshiping or idolizing Revelation Wellness more than you. You, God, you. We worship you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.